1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Time now for the Off Day Podcast with Andy Hart and Chris Scheim on weei.com. Back for another pre-draft, off-day podcast, focusing on some prospects. I'm Andy Hart, he's Chris Scheim, and today we are talking about, we're not doing video, but he waved at the camera. I don't know why I waved. Hello. Uh, We're talking about one of my favorite positions. Not necessarily for the Patriots or for this year, but just in general, I'm a big fan of linebackers. Mm -hmm. Could be because I played linebacker in high school. I did too. and And I used to go to the theory, best athlete on the field linebackers playing the run playing the pass running all over the field
1: i don't know if i'd go that far i definitely was not the best athlete so
0: i was just smart i was very i had good play
1: recognition that's why i was good at playing linebacker i actually led the team in interceptions at linebacker look at you mm-hmm. Look. At i had you. two pick love sixes andy
0: fun shime fact blast from the past i love it there you go but for the future we're talking linebackers for your new england patriots Heck yeah we are it is most certainly a need yes. um I think we can debate the need in terms of the severity. Mm-hmm. We can debate maybe what they're looking for. We're in a interesting period because I do want to point out we um there's some kind of um uncertainty, I guess, at the position because Kyle Van was cut, remains an unsigned free agent. Dante Hightower just remains an unsigned free agent. Those guys certainly could return, especially after the draft when they no longer would count towards the compensatory pick process. They
1: resigned Juan Bentley, though, correct?
0: Did re-sign Jawan Bentley as your man-in-the-middle, mainstay. Play caller. He, he was a um, captain two years ago in the COVID year with no high tower. Um, interesting, old-school linebacker type. Very much so. And as we set the table, we should probably say, you know, you have Josh Uche, who hasn't done done a whole hell of a lot his first two years. Anthony Jennings hasn't done a whole hell of a lot last year. Uh, Cameron McGrone who was injured coming in on NFI from Michigan, a a speedy runaround linebacker, didn't do anything last year until he got on the practice field late. So, you know, you have some young potential, I guess, mid-round type linebackers. Yep. But certainly there's a need. I know there's some people that believe it's your biggest need. Um, yeah
1: but i also think we've talked about the shifting philosophy at or so it seems that i think you're gonna just be playing defense with a lot less linebackers on the field right there's gonna be less time this season more so than any other season before that you're gonna have three linebackers on the field like i, I think you're gonna see just a lot of i think the base defense for the patriots is gonna be two linebackers i think bentley will probably be one of them because he's a pretty good run stopping linebacker who's familiar with the defense. He might, mu- he'll probably call the plays and then there'll be somebody else adjacent to him. But then I just think you're going to see a lot of safeties, uh, safeties, safe, safeties. they're shape they're shape shifters. So they're safeties that shape shift are safeties. Yes. And so I think you're just going to see them all over the field.
0: I agree. Um, and that gets us into, okay. So if there's a need, what are you looking for? And we have a guy that they added as a free agent, Jabril Peppers, yep. who is in the Adrian Phillips, Kyle Duggar, can play in the box mold. Yep. So on any given play, you could label one of those a linebacker. You also technically
1: like. added Mac Wilson. I don't know how much of an impact he's going to have on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe a special teamer, maybe on the defensive side of the ball. He was a fifth-round pick, former Alabama kid. So I guess there's some potential there. But I got to tell you, Andy, if there is a year you're shifting to that Safety mold, uh, this might be the year because a lot of these guys seem a little more undersized than your classic Patriots linebackers.
0: Well, and, and that gets to the Matt Groh comment, uh, during his pre draft press conference where they don't exist anymore. The Bill Belichick linebackers, yeah. few and far between, you can't, you know, just go to a tree and pick one. I think off there's that. one, well, there is one, and that's where I want to start off. So by most accounts, there's two first round potential linebackers yes. in this draft. If we're talking off the ball, inside linebacker type players, not rushers and edge guys. Two I guys. would probably argue three, but I think consensus there is two. Okay, I'm interested. We'll go down that road in a minute. Okay. Um, so Nicobe Dean out of Georgia is the non traditional Belichick linebacker. Yes. Five foot eleven, two hundred and twenty-five to thirty pounds, maybe on a good day. Uh, but you can certainly anybody who watched Georgia last year, best defense in college football, national champions. He was all over the field. I think he was the Butkus Award winner, Correct. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, all American showed the ability to do it all. Show you yes. know tackle machine, rush the Absolutely passer, flies cover. around the field. And and that's what and he anybody who um, watched the is it next Pat's podcast that Phil Perry does over at NBC Sports Boston. He had Dean on. And Dean talked about his visit with the Patriots. His mom wants him to be a Patriot, likes the idea. And he talked about some of the uh, continuity he feels like he'd have because the Kirby Smart defense at Georgia comes from Alabama, which is tied into Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, Patriots, that whole overlap incestuous relationship. uh, Incestuous. That's kind of like a safety um, incestuous relationship that, that you get in the world of football. Um, I like Dean like, I don't know if he's worth a first round pick, but dude can play football and I'm pretty sure the dude will run around and tackle people for the next 8 years at the NFL level.
1: An old school mentality scout would tell you don't draft N'Kobe Dean in the first round. Right. But in a new in a new school, I think you I think you just have to consider how good the kid is at playing ball. Like does the 5'11" scare the ever loving crap out of me at linebacker? Yeah, yeah it does. But I mean, at the very highest level of college football, this guy was what the second best in the country at his position, uh, according to like twenty four seven sports. And I mean, he won the Butkus Award. He was an All American. I, I I just think that the 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 resume speaks for itself, right? It, it just he is a tremendous football player. Now I I look at him and I. I wouldn't put him number one on my big board, and that's probably the the size issue. I just can't get over it. I just think that being able to be bigger and being able to see over those hulking offensive alignments sometimes, and the play recognition of knowing when it's a run and when it's a play action and stuff, is going to be so essential for the limited amount of linebackers that are going to make it on the field nowadays. I just I get very nervous that that won't translate for him as the competition just gets bigger and stronger. And I know that seems ridiculous with how good this kid was at Georgia. This wasn't at Montana. This wasn't at Utah state. It was at Georgia. And I understand that, but at the same time, I'm still apprehensive
0: and that's normal. You know, I mean, I think think that's why he's
1: not a Micah Parsons consensus top 10, right?
0: Well, I also don't think he's as good an athlete. And in that world, I, But we've also certainly seen for the last even going back 20 years, Sam Mills, London Fletcher, Zach Thomas, like you can find undersized short linebackers and if they can play they can play and I know Dean has kind of been banging that drum if you can play football you can play football, I don't have to say I'm six four to be good and. The one thing I do like, like this guy's been a stud. I believe he won the the high school Butkus Award as the best linebacker in the country. Then the college Butkus Award as the best linebacker in the country. At some point, like, okay, he was in high school. Yeah, you know, big fish, little pond. Okay, now he's at Georgia. Little fish, big pond, but he grew into a big fish that doesn't look that big. You know what I mean? Like I just, at some point, I am a believer. And then I would also say in this year's draft, like this whole thing, oh, there's really only... 13 or 18 first round worthy players blah 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 like if i'm gonna err on the side of taking somebody i'm taking a guy that i know can play football 100 like, percent, he can so i would not i would be excited about dean at 21. oh in spite I, I think of you have to be. like you're just getting a good football player a modern linebacker i would feel like okay there's another piece to the developing puzzle of the Patriots for the future. So,
1: and you, we've I, asked, we've been demanding, we've been beating the drum for young, athletic, fast yep. linebackers, and he fits that category. So, if the yep. Patriots oh. were to go in that direction at 21, you can't, you can't then all of a sudden be like, no, this isn't what I meant.
0: Well, and it's a little bit like last year, and I know you don't, you maybe are felt a little differently, but I thought the Patriots needed a quarterback. They took a quarterback. Yeah. It may not have been the most talented one or the one you wanted, but they addressed that need. Like, they went and they got a quarterback. Like, yes. I feel good about. It. To me, it's better that they do that than oh, trade down or oh, we're going to take a guard <sighs> or we're going. No, no, no. Like, Dean may bust out. Maybe in three years we say, wow, he really was just too short to play mm-hmm. in the NFL. But I'm more than willing to to Give roll that chance. dice, yeah. And take that chance. Okay, so the other guy that's sort of the consensus first round other linebacker, yep. traditional Patriots size. Six foot three, two hundred and forty pound Devin Lloyd. Uh ran a four six, which I love is like that was old school Patriots. Like yes. as long as you run a four six, you're fast enough for us. If you're in that 240 to 250 range, we love your size, 6'3 to 6'4. Um, three-year player versatility, did like, like Dean in some sense, can do it all. Almost to me reminded me of a like a Dante Hightower type where you can put oh, him man. on the edge of the line of scrimmage. Like he's big enough and stout enough, like in certain situations, you know, like super bowls, for yeah. example, where you put Hightower on the end and he's coming off for a, a key play, a yep. key sack, whatever. Um, I like Devin Lloyd. I, he's a classic Patriot linebacker. I, I, I don't see what's to not like about it. So him, quite I, I agree with you.
1: I, I think in my opinion, Devin Lloyd's the best linebacker in the class. I, I just, I think he is extremely talented, another first team All American, 110 tackles. Like the kid can pass rush. I think he's even at least at this point, slightly better than Hightower was coming out of college, just because I think Lloyd's a better pass defender. Like I think he can stick with a running back better than Dante Hightower could as a rookie. Um or can. Or can even now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so I think Devin Lloyd has it all. He's the full package the issue is, is i don't think he's going to be available for you at 21 unfortunately like right. i think he's going to be gone somewhere by the early to mid teens so if you really like him and really want him i think you can trade up and get him uh but i don't i don't know that belichick would necessarily also be willing to trade up for a linebacker so i i just don't think unfortunately i would love i would be thrilled if they drafted Devin lloyd uh, on thursday night but i just i just don't see him getting to you is the unfortunate part
0: so i posted a column on weei today and i just said five fun fits for the patriots yep. like i didn't go crazy like i didn't include aiden hutchinson or yeah. like Kayvon on Thibodeau. Oh, but there's so much uncertainty in this draft that i think you can widen that net of guys that could like somebody's gonna fall and they Somebody... have to
1: Especially now with all these like late risers, Trayvon Walker. Update for you all: breaking news, basically, he's now the betting favorite to go number right. one overall, and he came out of effing nowhere. Uh, so Bernard the Raisman... The more
0: that happens, the more like somebody's getting pushed down to you. In and order for you, these guys to rise, other people need to fall. Cross your fingers that you can sneak a couple quarterbacks in in the top twenty, and yes. all of a sudden, you know, you can say Devin Lloyd or london or jameson will like you can say all these guys they're probably going to be gone they can't all be gone if it unfolds in a certain scenario exactly so a guy like lloyd i could see a lot of teams a some teams might not like big linebackers okay so eliminate them and then some might not have a need and then some fall in love with this other guy at this other position and all of a sudden you're like devin lloyd's a good football player how is he available at 18 at 19 at 20 And if he gets to the Patriots, he'd be the second guy at that position. I'd be more than okay with them drafting, more than okay seeing how he fits and how Bill can use him. I actually think with the Hightower comparison, there's a little bit more versatility. Like I do think they could use him as their strict middle linebacker. I think they could use him on the edges. I think they could use him in a variety of roles. And we know Bill loves that. And then you marry that up with, you know, sort of Judon's versatility and – Phillips and Duggars versatility. And all of a sudden you're kind of building a, an umbrella at the second level that I think bill could have a lot of fun with. So I like the idea of Lloyd. I
1: love it. I would be thrilled if they were able to get Lloyd, but I, and I think that the next step down from Lloyd, which is another guy that I I mentioned that I think could have maybe even could even sneak into the first round. That'd be Quay Walker. The other, a Georgia linebacker. I just I think this kid can play ball. I understand I think the big question mark for him is that he's inexperienced, right? He's only a one year starter. So yep. he's not as fine tuned, maybe, as uh, as someone like Devin Lloyd. But like Quay Walker can play football. He's he's that, that traditional size, 6'4", 240, runs a four five forty. So the kid can still scoot. Like I love everything Trey Walker or Quay Walker brings to the table.
0: Do you know what his uh full name is? No, I don't. It's Jaquavian Jaquise Walker. It sounds like the Key and Peel
1: sketch, but I love it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> and it there me. is a, an
0: apostrophe in the, the the second name there. The the Jaquoise has an apostrophe. Yeah, give me give me sway um, all day. I see, he's an interesting guy that again, we got into this discussion in the defensive line podcast. Batman and Robbins, and who's again, like, yes, he's on such a good defense. They like it's linebacker. They have three guys that could get drafted. They have multiple defensive linemen. Like, well, yeah, you're they, talking,
1: you're talking Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, uh, uh, Deontay Wyatt, uh, Nicobe Dean, Quay Walker, right.
0: Lewis scene. I feel like you and I could have like, if we just blended in with that defense, like freaking, you know, yeah. no one would notice. No, no one we would We'd be a first round pick just because we played with those guys right. at Georgia. Um, so I like him. I don't love him. I, okay. I actually think there is some upside. I don't think he reached his full potential I agree. at Georgia. Watching him play in terms of production, now if you can coach that and the Bill Belichick molds that, like maybe he looks at this guy and says, "There's room for growth here. There's room for better."
1: And I think if there's somebody that can do that, it's Belichick. He's shown the aptitude to be able to coach up a lot of linebackers over the years.
0: The one I, I would not be excited about him at 21. I no, don't. Even know I don't think I so. I would either. At even in the first round, I don't know if I'd love maybe as like you trade down and you're picking 30th or whatever, one of those like – Or you trade up in the second round
1: kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Like if if you tell me – if you tell me he's the second player they take in the second – like so they get somebody and then he's the linebacker in the second a round. massive win. I feel better about that. I'd be more intrigued by that because I do think they're he's solid. Like I underlined yeah. it. I wrote it like a couple – like he's just solid. I think he can do – a lot of the things you want him to do at the NFL level. Yes. He just has to do them better and more consistently. And theoretically that's what pro coaching and pro preparation um, would get you to go to my favorite
1: player in the draft, read my mind and go to my favorite player in this class.
0: Well, my favorite player I'll give you. I don't know if it's your favorite player because there's a couple. (laughs) Go ahead. Just go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, there's a couple guys in here that I think Patriot nation has kind of taken a liking to for various reasons. Okay. Mine would be Troy Anderson out of Montana State.
1: Oh, okay. That's not where I was going. I was going to go with a different guy. So we'll start with yours. Troy Anderson, I liked. I I took a lot of notes on Troy Anderson. So go ahead.
0: uh, Like, I'm sorry. A guy that was their starting quarterback and then an All American linebacker. (laughs) Oh, by the way, he
1: started at running back his freshman year, too. Like,
0: I I don't like, you know, the old Julian Edelman? I don't know. He's an athlete. We'll take him and we'll figure it out when he gets here. That's me with Troy Anderson. Troy Anderson, if I can get you in the middle of the draft, I don't know whether it's the third round, wherever. I'll take you, I guarantee, I'm saying this right now, I guarantee this guy will play in the NFL successfully for a while and coaches will be like, I love having him on my team. I I, love having
1: him. So the very end of my Troy Anderson notes, I said, would love to see the Patriots take a shot at him in the middle rounds. So, 100%. for people who don't know, this is a kid who's six three two forty, runs a four four two forty. By the way, so can Real. scoot. He was a two time state title champ in the hundred meter and two hundred meter dashes. He played running back, quarterback, and linebacker over his four years at Montana. He was started though, started, started at, all, at all three like, positions, like not like filling, yes. like, like he was a no. starter. Yes. And then he was first-team FCS All-American, Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Year, and, by
0: the way, runner-up for the academic All-American. And, by the way, grew up on a cattle farm. Or the so academic like, Heisman, whatever it is. Yeah, academic Heisman. And grew up on a cattle farm, so he's like that tough, like, yeah. farm boy. I believe he did – I wrote something down, because even the reps at 225, I lo- – Oh, and 6'7", uh, three-cone is like wide receiver yeah, 3 that's great. Yeah.
1: Um, Like he is, he clearly dominated. Like when you look at guys in the FCS level, you look for guys who can dominate their competition. He absolutely checks that box. And so to think that this kind of athlete is available in the third round is just, you have to be salivating at that opportunity.
0: And the absolute worst-case scenario is obviously special what, he's team. great on special teams. Right. Core special team, or yep. he's like the up guy on punts. He's this, he's that. He's covering kicks. He could be a special teams captain. A hundred percent. So, um, I'm glad we're in agreement on that. I would take Troy Anderson and, and love the pick in the Very middle of the draft. So. Um, so, who's your favorite player in the draft? Are his initials uh, CM? No. Uh, oh. They're not at all, actually. The, my guy, Leo Chanel.
1: Out of Wisconsin, I this kid can play football, man. One hundred percent. Six foot three, two fifty—that classic linebacker size. Um, but like he can scoot. I think he only ran like a four, five, six, or was it four, six, five, four, five, three, four, five. Um, and and so he's not quite as fast as some of these other guys, Ah. but the kid can still move. And I think a lot of people are just gonna overlook him because he doesn't play for Georgia, he doesn't play for Alabama. And they think because he's from Wisconsin and he's a white kid, he's not very athletic. But this kid can move. He can cover. He plays classic linebacker. I don't think he blitzes quite as well, so I don't think he has that kind of versatility that, like, Devin Lloyd has. But I think in every other aspect of playing the position, like, Leo Chanel's the guy. This guy is going to be a day two, um, probably draft pick, and I think he's going to have a long career. Will it be all pro-worthy? Probably not. But is he going to play for, you know, eight to 10 years. I, I think so.
0: Yeah. I, I, there's nothing you can get me to say bad about Leo Chanel. Um, Even 34 reps in the bench press. I was intrigued by the fact that he has 15 siblings. I didn't know um, that. I believe it's like a, a oh, Brady really? bunch kind of thing. I want to say like eight of them are like full blooded siblings and yep. the other are like half blooded siblings, but yeah, big family. He has a brother who's actually a draft prospect this year. He's a fullback. Oh, cool. Um, I think at Wisconsin, too. I think he was a walk-on fullback at Wisconsin. So you got a little bit maybe of the uh, Watt family here yep, where you got like a great defensive player, but then a fullback that goes with it and kind of the whole family element. Um, yeah, I, it's funny because Anderson, um, Chanel, even we'll get into him, Chad, Muma, um, Like, they're all guys that I don't know how good they are in the modern NFL. Like, that's yep. my one thing is Agreed. it's like, I feel like all these guys in the 90s would be effing awesome and I'd be like super excited like to Like this them.
1: kid would look like the next Zach Thomas. Like that's... Yes.
0: But then I say, but it's the year 2022 where... Debo Samuel is a running back for the other team. Yeah, but and I still like, think
1: like he's fast enough where he can hit the gaps on those guys, right? And he's big enough where he can he can hit those guys. So like I think no like, I, I just I, I think he has the ability to adapt. Maybe not to the you know the level that someone like Devin Lloyd can, but to the point where he is extremely successful in the NFL. It, it, it's like he has all the tools to be successful in a more athletic. NFL, even though he may not necessarily seem the part.
0: And I will say like in a draft like this, where people keep talking about, there's not elite talent or there's not elite, this there's not elite that like these guys are really good football. players. There's
1: going to be every draft, no matter how barren the draft may seem, there's going to be guys that erupt out of the draft class. There are guys that are going to just sprout and become tremendous football players. And so I think the key is, is finding those. And and there's probably going to be a lot of them in the second and third rounds.
0: And I don't – especially at this position, I'm always a fan of guys that prove, like, they can get from this point here to wherever the ball is. Yep. Like, very simple. Like, 140 tackles, and I think he had, like, almost like 20 tackles for a loss. So, it wasn't just –
1: 18 and a half tackles for loss.
0: Yeah. Like, so that's not just, you know, somebody's going to lead the team in tackles and he's seven yards downfield diving on a pile, and that's how he gets 140 tackles. Exactly. Exactly. You know what is it? A sixth of his tackles or a seventh of his tackles are happening on the other side of the line of scrimmage. So I like Chanel. Um, what about Muma? What do you think of Muma? I didn't love Muma. I thought he was okay. I, I I just I didn't love the
1: upside potential there. I just don't think he. I don't think his game necessarily translates to the NFL level as much as someone like Leo Chanel's can. And I don't. I don't think he has the athletic upside of someone like Troy Anderson.
0: Well, the the thing and you mentioned it earlier like he ran like a what 4-6-3-40, i think 463 playing at wyoming like i don't see a guy that dominated at wyoming enough yeah. to say that oh he can continue to do that in the nfl against better linemen better backs better tight ends better athletes so <clears throat> for me he was a little bit although logan wilson his teammate he backed up logan wilson went in like the third round right and i yeah i don't i mean i just you're right. I don't see him again. I wouldn't hate it if he was like a, a day three pick. Yeah. Final, fifth
1: round. Like, yeah. I, it's fine. down there.
0: Okay. Take a flyer because he's got the production. Um, he bet, I think he had like 150 type tackles, tackle machine type numbers. Yep. Backed up Logan Wilson. I know reading some of the scouts' takes, like everybody loved what he brought to the program and a team player and, and all those things. I just, to me, he's like a backup in the NFL. Yes. I don't think he's a starting caliber, higher end player. Yep. At, he fills out the back.
1: preseason roster
0: yeah oh yeah he's a guy that you could look at the you know you get the game book out after the preseason game who led the team in tackles oh chad muma had 14 tackles in yep. the you know third fourth quarter whatever but would he ever do that against you know andy reed in a playoff game exactly i'm not so sure i want him in that situation um a couple other guys that um that i wanted to touch well i got on. one i really like Okay,
1: give me who you and, really like. and I think. I think he's definitely on your list because it's an Alabama guy. That'd be Christian Harris. Hundred
0: percent was the guy I was going to go to.
1: I think this. I think you have to. If you're a Patriots fan, you have to keep your eye on this guy as a not like if the Patriots' plan is to not address linebacker early, but more so in that third round range. I think this is the kind of guy that you're going to see them target because he's he's 6'1", 226, so he kind of fits that tweener safety role more so yep. where he, he, he can kind of play safety, but he also plays linebacker and plays down in the box. The guy ran a 4 four forty, so the kid can absolutely fly. Um, and that Alabama tie-in, again, I think that matters to Belichick because he just knows that the system is similar and yada, yada, yada. I think he's still a, a bit raw, uh, but the athleticism and speed are so off the charts that I think he would absolutely um, be a middle-round uh, flyer for sure.
0: And And the experience. Like, he started yep. like – 40 straight games or something at Alabama, like great, great length system. too. system. Like he has all, I think he's another guy. Like I wrote higher class Muma. Like I think if yes. I'm going to take a chance on one of those yep. two, I want to go with the athletic guy. You know, I want yeah. the guy with the upside, the tools, more, more athletic, better level of competition. Like the whole Bingo. thing. Is he a star? I don't know. Maybe not. That's fine. Or maybe he kind of got buried at Alabama and maybe he'll mm-hmm. take it to the next level when he gets with you. Like I think he's a good, not great option Um, As you said, not huge, smaller than sort of the Alabama linebackers generally, Um, maybe a little bit. But if you're a little bit smaller, and you run a little bit faster. I think that's generally how it works. The smaller you are, the faster you need to run or vice versa. The bigger you are, you don't have to run quite as fast. Um, He fills that mold. So, yeah, I think he's probably maybe late day two, but probably a day three. Mm -hmm. um linebacker option for me again to fill out some depth i'm not going to count on him to come in and start right away and and, yeah
1: like if you grab him in the fourth round you're like okay that's a good pick i'm okay with this
0: good solid alabama pipeline pick um anybody else you wanted to touch on i don't know if you uh yeah so uh i believe it was another uh georgia player chad channing
1: tindall yeah i kind of like how he plays uh again another guy he can like sideline to sideline like this kid can move. Uh, he's athletic. He's fast. I think he has good coverage abilities. I think he's still really raw. Uh, he didn't get a. I don't think he. I think he was only a one-year starter. Didn't have yep. a ton of play time. So I, I think there's. This is a another guy who late-round flyer. If you think you can work with him because he's he's got a lot of those tools that you want. I I think that's a good pick. At 6'2", 230, he's a little bit bigger than someone like Christian Harris, but he's also not that 6'5", 250 range so he can still kind of be in that smaller, more athletic linebacker mold, And, and so if that's what you're going for, I think later round stab I think Tyndall would be a good spot
0: Okay, so we started with we both like linebacker, it's in our you know, football backgrounds, whatever you want to call it, so first of all if you had to take a first round linebacker, your choice would be uh, Devin Lloyd. I think mine would be Dean. Okay. And I just think uh, the resume speaks I'm, for itself resume, but also maybe I'm just falling in line with, okay, it's a different game. Like I, I want to yeah. see like you go in a different direction. See if you can be like some of the, you know, Joneses, quote unquote, across the NFL, go with your smaller linebacker. And I do like, I've always liked, Oh, he won the Buckus award in high school, Buckus award in college. Let's see if he can be defensive player of the year in the NFL yeah. or whatever. So, Um, I think I would go with Dean as a first-round pick. Um, Which other linebacker, not first-round picks? So your guy is? Yeah, I got to go Leo Chanel. That's my guy. My guy is Leo Chanel. I'm going Troy Anderson. I'm sorry. I'm I'm like Steve Buckley, sucker for a story. I don't know whether he's going to be playing quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be playing safety, (laughs) linebacker, special He Could be fullback. He could be the Patriots' new fullback. Who knows? He could be their fullback. He could be. I don't know, do one of those things and play six different positions in a preseason game. We've seen it over the years. Edelman played DB. Troy Brown played DB. Like they, Zach Robinson covered kicks as a quarterback. I think Bill would have a you know, that day. gift that um Rich Keefe likes to use when he gets excited about things, the puppet gift. Yes, I sure um, do. I think Bill Belichick would be like puppet that gift, yeah. like preseason with Troy Anderson. Like, hey, what are we going to have him do this week? What are you going to have him do today? Joint <laughs> yeah. practices, like throw him out there. And like the I new wild card. So Troy Anderson is my guy. If you can start at quarterback and at linebacker at a high level, I'm sorry. Troy I Anderson, one.
1: I I, I got to give him credit. He's such a unique player because, like you said, you could see him, if he gets drafted by Belichick in the preseason, even if Belichick has no intentions of keeping him on the 52-man oh, yeah. roster, yeah. you could see him play three different positions in the preseason. You could also see him in four years being a coach in the NFL somewhere. Like he's just oh. that, he's that kind of guy. And 100%. so it's like, if, if for some, whatever reason, the career doesn't work out, which I think you and I are both leaning towards, he's going to find a spot somewhere, even if it doesn't, I, I think this is the kind of guy that would, would go into the coaching tree and, and flourish.
0: Plus from what I read, he's worth rooting for. And I like, these exactly. guys. And like, remember when um Stanford had the two-way player, he was the fullback linebacker, Owen, something I want to say. It was probably about oh vaguely yes, eight, eight years ago now, maybe eight or 10 years ago. Like, that's fine. But, like, quarterback is different. Like, this guy's a quarterback, a running back. He's a 4 4 guy, like, plays both ways. Freshman
1: like- year, he played running back, linebacker. Started. Sophomore year, he played quarterback. Junior like- year was the COVID year. And then his senior year, he played
0: linebacker. And he was the def- the defensive player of the year. Like, come on. <laughs> So if you, if you tell me the Patriots steal Derek Stingley somehow in the first um, round and then stop. get Troy Anderson in like the fourth, well, they might have the best athletes in the NFL. I don't know if they can play. That is they like a wet dream. It, but it would be. And that's what I'm looking for. Some fun, not Unfortunately, wet I'm here.
1: hearing a lot of smoke that Derek Stingley might go top five. So,
0: Well, that's because people have come to their senses. Unlike, Finally. We had this unlike, discussion, what, a month ago, a month and a half ago now? Well, Andy Gresh at... Caskin flag in on the friday of the red sox season opener was like i want no part of stingley i was like i do he might be one of the best three players in the draft he's the best athlete in the draft like you might be getting your patrick peterson cornerback for the next like stick to
1: uri football Gresh.
0: yeah no kidding (laughs) holy haterade and yes now people i think are starting to like yeah the graph's not draft's not all that great maybe we should just take the best athlete who plays cornerback a premium position high in the draft like shocker I agree. But, you know, I'm still going to dream big and I'm still going to dream of like Anderson, and James you, Williams. And how are you Stingham. taking
1: the also the speaking of rumors of players going higher? How are you taking the Jameson Williams possibly top 10 rumors?
0: Well, I, I feel vindicated because yes. that's where I've had him all along in my head. Like yep. I would take him super early and I feel like, OK, because others were like, oh, the Patriots are going to pass at 21 and he'll go 27 to the Bills or like. All this stupidity was out there, and I'm like, yeah. At this point, I don't think he makes it past ten to the Jets. He doesn't. That's become a popular like last ditch. Well, because I, th- I think
1: there's a, I think there's a really good chance ah, he goes eight to Atlanta, or I, if the Jets just feel like they need to, they may just swing at him at four.
0: Maybe I like, and, and I think it's smart. He's yeah. a great player. I think he's going to be great. His dad's name is James, and he's James's son, and he's going to have a great career. <laughs> um, his brother's name just. To continue the story from the other podcast, I found out was James Jr. So that's the father's tremendous. clearly an egomaniac. Yes, he had a James Jr. and a James son as his kid. Like, all right, get
1: on this. Here. Uh, what's what's the boxer? Lamar Ball? No, the, what's the boxer who named all his kids after oh, him?
0: George Foreman, George right? George Foreman, yeah. Doesn't he yeah. just have like George Foreman the second? Yeah, people it, it's ridiculous, but that's a different story for a different day. This has been a talk about linebackers, Chris Scheim and Andy Hart's favorite position. Some of our favorite players, I feel like, in the draft, even if they're not the best players in the draft. Yes, sir. We talked a little bit about maybe Nicobe Dean, maybe Devin Lloyd, maybe Bill Belichick gets uh, the next Dante Hightower, Gerard Mayo, Teddy Bruschi, great linebacker for New England. We are getting closer. We are just days away. One more off-day podcast previewing the NFL draft. We'll pull it all together. We'll talk about all the options, the Patriots. We'll talk a little bit of quarterback. We'll talk about Matt Corral rumors that maybe he's got a little party habit and maybe he's got a little Johnny football to oh him boy. that could hurt his stock. Or maybe somebody's trying to drive his stock down so they can get Matt Corral at better value.
1: And, and not to give credit to uh, Dice, who we both love, there might be a quarterback that's going to sneak up way higher than people think. And him and I
0: have been on this for a long time. And if that happens, that's good news for your New England Patriots. Damn right it is. Count down. He's Chris Scheim. I'm Andy Hart, another off day podcast in the books. We'll talk to you again soon. Say ya. You've been listening to the Off Day Podcast with Andy Hart and Chris Scheim on WEEEI.com and the Odyssey app.